Alright, welcome to Horror Hideout. I'm Peyton. And I'm Kenzie. <laughs> we're laughing because right before this, we're like, okay, one, two, three, go. And then we'd hit it and we're like, no. Joke's on you, I got it in the clip. Yeah, I was like, one, two, three, go. And then Peyton like waited 10 seconds and he's like, one, two, three, go. I'm like, oh my gosh. Remember being a kid and you're like, one, two, three, not it. Not it. I still do that. No, now we do nose goes. Nose goes, yeah. Nose goes. We did that once with our kids. We've never taught them that. We're like, one, two, three, nose goes. And we did it, and they both did it. And then Everett cried because he was like the last one. <laughs> <laughs> Typical. Uh... What was the other one where it's like, Jinx, you owe me a soda? That was blowjobs. Whoa. I did not do that as a kid. <laughs> oh, no. Who are you? Oh, we're talking about kids? When you're like when you're a kid and you did like the one, two, three, not it. Oh. <laughs> well, this got sad. Oh, my gosh. You guys, for once, we're on top of, like, recording. We're recording, like, a whole week early. Literally sitting on top of the laptop. Yes. We're on top of it. <laughs> oh, your puns. Sometimes they go over my head. But that one. Sometimes they come out of my one. head. hey Sorry. hi What's that off of? Wiener joke. Degrassi. Get him out early. That's how I like it. Get him out. 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 Eat him up. Eat him up. Eat him up. Eat him up. You know what sucks, though, about recording so on time, mm. like early, is like we literally recorded a few days ago, and so it's like, well, crap. So right. What do we talk about now? I know. Well, Tori, <laughs> in your life. Oh, freaking Christina's outfit from last weekend. Remember that? Oh my gosh, yes. Remember, remember Jordan? Can I tell the story? Because it's really funny. No. Please. I'd rather have people think you're cheating on me. No. So there's this guy in our neighborhood. He's like the nicest guy ever. Um, He's an older guy. What about that other Super guy that's Mormon. the nicest guy? Super nice. Mormon. Yeah, key key feature there. Yeah, but then he like hangs out with this other guy that's in like their What's church. hanging out though? Well, he's they're in the same church together. So that's not very kinky at all, but keep going anyway. So they're in the same church together and Peyton and me have like this funny joke where he's like, that guy's always trying to set uh, set you up or something. Cause he's always like, every time we go over there, there's like Jordan is there every time, no matter when. And he's like, have you guys met Jordan? We met Jordan. He's trying to set us up. Just kidding. But now Peyton sometimes we me, walk away and I was like, do you think he's trying to have me sleep with him or you? <laughs> But then there's like that whole, I don't know what it is. It was like a show, a movie with Mary-Kate and Ashley and Megan Fox. And she's like, this summer, I, what did she say? She's like, and next summer, what did she say? You literally said it right the first time. And this, and this summer, summer, I want Jordan. <laughs> I want Jordan. But she says it like, I want Jen. Yeah, so me and Peyton use that as a joke all the time. And now Peyton's always like, you're cheating on me with Jordan. Even though it's just, it's like a running joke in our house. Even though it's not true, but it's a joke. A joke is a two-sided thing. She's just cheating on me with Jordan. No, but then, like, we've never done Walmart delivery ever, and we finally did it yesterday, and it's, like, this old guy who's probably in, like, his late 60, 60s, early 70s. Thank the Lord for ring doorbells. <laughs> and Peyton texts me while the guy's dropping groceries off. He's like, is that Jordan? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I love, like, little inside funny jokes that we can just joke about like that. Don't you? Inside? Inside. It's not inside anymore. Now it's on the outside. Because we're including all our friends, you know? 
They're sure. in in this with us. I so hope maybe you're proud like of maybe Jordan can come do a podcast with us. <laughs> no comment. Peyton's just silently laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm crying. I like your shirt though. It's like very on theme, kind of. Well, not on theme with like the episode. But oh, it's we're doing like, a Jaws episode today. No, but it's like horror. I had a Michael Myers shirt on earlier. I should have just left it on. What should am I, I start doing a podcast like this? Yes, chest out. No, wait, hold on. Nip slips. Yes. That's when you really want to like video podcast so you can like get the full experience. Yeah. Um, but anyway, what is what what's new in the last few days since we last recorded? <sighs> Let's see. Um It's the weekend. You cheated on me with Jordan. I didn't know I cheat on you with Jordan. It was the Walmart delivery guy, thank you very much. Okay, I have a question. Awkward silence. Come over to my Instagram and message me and tell me your opinion on this. How much do you tip like Walmart delivery drivers? I think they're DoorDash people though. I don't think it's like actually someone who works for Walmart. I think it's DoorDash people are picking up for Walmart. So I worked as a server at Red Robin. So I've been in the restaurant industry. And so like tipping, like I'm very good at tipping people. Like, if we go to a restaurant, Peyton's always like, how like much you do you Like, you just tip? stand there on one leg and she just tips you. <laughs> just push you over. <laughs> no, but I'm like, you're always the one that's like, how much should we tip? Like, because I did that before. No, I don't ask you because you over tip. So I just tip. But, like, stuff, I don't know. I feel like the tipping industry, this is a horror podcast. But anyway, the tipping industry is just so over the top now. It's like you freaking go to what like taco bell and they're like would you like to tip or they just turn the ipad to you and it's like 10 percent, 20 percent. yeah there's a south park episode based on this you should just look it up south park gratuity south park tipping something in youtube well even if we go order pizza like i get if someone delivers pizza to you definitely tip them because they're taking the time to drive to you you're being lazy and you don't want to go pick it up so you're paying for the like convenience of it you know but if i'm going to pick up my own pizza why do i have to tip you know? I don't know. I don't know. Just the tip. That's coming from someone who is like has like worked where I like my livelihood was based on tips at one point, but I just think America is getting way out of control with that. But like with Walmart, it's like free delivery. I'm like, "Heck yeah." And then all of a sudden, it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno. Would you like to tip? Welcome to Whore Hideout. I'm Peyton. <laughs> what what else is new? I feel like we're finally getting into a routine with like recording podcast and editing podcast and all of that. You know what we need to get on a routine with? Discord. We suck at Discord lately. I got on Discord for the first time the other day and thank goodness people are chatting in there, but it was Caitlin and Dana. Freaking love you guys. But I like was freaking love you. I was replying to all the comments and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. Like they're probably like, oh my gosh. I hope they're thinking that. Um. Anyway, you want to do your shmimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
like two huge movies and then they're releasing like a horror movie you just can't do that if even if they would have waited like a few weeks or don't you feel like this movie would have been better to release like late september like don't do it in october because there's a lot of big horror movies coming out in october but like late september i thought horror movies came out around christmas for some reason no, they do, but, like, this year, we have, like, Five Nights at Freddy coming out. We have Saw coming out at the end of September. We have The Exorcist Believer coming out in October. So, it's kind of hard to compete with, like, bigger named horror movies. But, like, maybe, like, a late September release would have been perfect for this because it is set around October. And just imagine watching this with it, like, all fall and spooky and windy outside and your house is, like, creaky and creepy. Yeah, but go watch Cobweb. I honestly, we're going to talk about this in our letterbox recap once we do that. We got to watch three more movies and we'll do a letterbox recap. But I would put Cobweb like at the top of the list for my favorite horror movies of 2023. It's not like number one, but it's up there. Like I really enjoyed this movie. Would you say it's top five? Yes. Hey! hey. I'd say it's probably like five. top three. No. Whoa. I really liked it, though. It was, like, different. And the thing I liked about it was it's one of those movies. We're not going to give it any spoilers. But it's one of those movies where you're so anxious and on edge the entire time. Like, I don't feel like I had a moment to just breathe. Like, I was just constantly like, oh, my gosh, I'm anxious. And we let our five-year-old watch it, which I posted that on Instagram and someone kind of gave me crap for it. But I'm like... We know his limits. We know we what he know. can handle. But this is the thing. I asked... We always ask him. If, we're, if he watches any horror movie with us, we make sure it's not like a gory horror movie. It's... The, I think this one was PG-13. Like, it didn't seem like too crazy. But... Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Radar. Was it? Go look it up. I checked on him. And I, we always check on him. We're like, are you okay? Is this too scary? And he's like, no. But I asked him like halfway through. I'm like, is this too scary? He's like, no. I'm just stressed. <laughs> I'm like, me too, buddy. Me too. <laughs> and then I went to bed. I don't get scared very easy, but I think just the anxiety of this movie made me so stressed that I was actually scared going to bed for the first two hours that I laid in bed. Yeah, it's he rated passed R. out. Oh, it is rated R? Oh. That's crazy. I mean, Way I to go, see, Mom. But, no, but like, I don't understand why. Like, I don't feel like it was like any crazy visuals. Like, there was, like, the death scenes that happened in it, but I don't feel like it showed very much to you. Nope. Like, with all, like, I don't want to give anything away, but, like, the death scenes that we did see, the only, like, really gory part was them, like, the I'm not going to give anything away, so I'm going to be very vague so Peyton knows what I'm talking about, but when they're, like, puking Wait, hold on, before you blood, say anything, don't give anything away. Oh. No, I'm just kidding. You weren't going to say anything, but you just, you're like, I'm, I'm not going to give anything away, but basically what, and I'm not going to give anything away. Yeah, but so, I'm not giving anything. I'm not going to give anything away. I'm not giving anything Damn it. away. But I'm saying the part, look at me. <laughs> oh, when they're coming? No. Oh. There is no, none of that in this movie, but I don't know. The acting was amazing in this. What is the guy off of? You said. Uh, he's Homelander off of The Boys. I've never seen The Boys, but... Is it, like, a TV series? I've never seen The Boys, so oh, I Well, I know you've it. never seen The Boys, I, but I don't you don't know. even know if it's a TV series or a mm-hmm. movie. Nope. I'm thinking it's a TV series. 
Um, and then it has the girl who plays, oh my gosh, okay, she plays Janice Ian, sorry, I get so sidetracked, but Peyton, okay, mm-hmm. so you know the girl in the movie last night who plays Janice Ian on Mean Girls, you know who Janice Ian is, you know? You dirty whore. You know who I'm talking about? She's oh. like the gothic yeah, like friend a, with the gay yeah. guy and like their best friend. Oh, gay guy, yeah, that's right. No, but she's the other girl, the black hair girl. Okay. Yeah, she was on um, Castle Rock. The second season, she was the one that played Annie Wilkes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Huh. I, I was listening to a review of Cobweb today, and they're like, yeah, she played Annie Wilkes. I'm like, what? How did I not know that? That totally makes sense. But I remember watching that, and I'm like, this girl looks just like a young Kathy Bates. Like, she just, and like, the way she acts was, like, perfectly on par with that. And then just till I realized today that that was freaking Janice Ian. Well, it's crazy, too, how, like, she played like that you know, teenager, I don't know. She just had like a, like almost like a comedic teenager in that movie versus you know, what she is now, I guess. She does like really good at the serious roles. Like she fits that like kind of sinister, evil, psychological character very well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But if you haven't seen Cobweb, go watch it. So freaking good. Highly recommend. It deserves more love. Have you rated it yet? No, I need to. I gave it a four, though. Really? I, I decided. Okay, that's good. I gave it a five. I gave it a three, actually. Five out of five. What? How yeah. did you drop all of a sudden? Well, you seemed like you accepted my answer, so now I docked it a Whatever. A did you really give it a three or a four? I gave it a four. Oh, my gosh. You're such a punk. Really? Oh, that's actually, like, no, better than I thought. Well, because when we watched it last night, I will say, this is the only, like, flop with Cobweb. The acting's amazing. The storyline is amazing. The twist is amazing. But the CGI is a little off. The CGI just kind of like, it's almost one of those movies where you watch it, but it's so good that you kind of like accept the faults. Here's here's my ultimate conclusion of Cobweb. It went straight. For, I, I mean, is this a Cobweb review podcast? Because <laughs> oh, I was about to say that. Turning into that. But no, it was like, like a creepy, unsettling, like parent trap movie. That turned into a Tim Burton movie. Okay, it's Coraline. It's literally Coraline. It turned mixed into it with Barbarian. Okay. Mixed with what else did we say last night when we watched this? We we had several movies where like this reminds me of this. Yeah, just yeah, you know. Coraline and Barbarian. If they had a baby, it would be this movie. This is a movie that I want to like, so I I gave it a generous rating. The more I think about it, the more I don't like it. Don't do that. I know. Let's but, just move on. Well, last it. thing because we don't have any other horror news after this. We're gonna jump right into our episode. But the thing with this movie is, okay. I feel like with movies, if the storyline is good, the plot, like everything that happens is good, you're invested in the story, the acting is great, the characters are are awesome, like that can make up for any little flop that happens. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the CGI was not great at moments. Well, it's not a movie that had to have CGI for... 90 yes. percent of yeah. it if it didn't have any cgi this so movie would have been like... when they did it it was extremely obvious but seth um seth rogan was a producer on this mm. so that's pretty cool yeah but if you haven't seen cobweb go watch it i really like this oh Coraline mixed with barbarian mixed with the black phone we said black i said black phone last night 
Oh, There's yeah. like several movies that this like just it gives you that vibe, but very Halloween esque. So this is perfect to like get you ready for spooky season. But yeah, we won't jump into too many things because I don't want to spoil anything, and we'll oh! ta- we'll talk about it in our spoiler review. Sorry, I just forgot that this uh, horror news of the week was brought to you by Not Ghost. I know. You know what's ma- I'm mad about? Mm. So I got a ghost energy yesterday with our grocery shop, and I was gonna save it for today. And then, guess who didn't do that? Yeah, but I did a lash appointment and I got done and She's it was like, like six, it, it was 5.30 at night and I'm like, I really want to drink this. And so I drank it. And I, even in my head, I'm like, tomorrow Kenzie is going to be so mad at me, but I did it anyway. And then today I'm like, why did I do that? Like I could be drinking this. I like to drink ghost while I edit the podcast mm-hmm. and I didn't have anything today. And you drank the last bubbly, so... Oh, I got to drink water. Pretty good. You know, Kenzie and I never really thought we were better than everyone else, but then we started drinking sparkling water and now Fancy. we know, now we know we're better than everybody else. Sparkling water is like, I don't and, know. And just naturally our pinkies were up the entire time. Sparkling water really isn't good. It's like, I feel like it's one of those mental things where you're like, this is not like, does not taste good. It's like a Pabst Blue Ribbon. It's not good, but that's what I like about yeah, it. Yeah, but it's like, it's not good. But you know what? We're going to pretend it's good just to be fancy, you know? Yeah, it's not good. Well, anyway, that uh, completes the horror news of the week. Um, So, what are we talking about? This week we are talking about 10 Blumhouse movies that we really <laughs> More enjoyed. More like Bumhouse. <laughs> Kate, who gave you that? I told Peyton today, everybody on here, if you've been listening to the podcast, you know Peyton is the ultimate, like, cheese ball dad joke dude. And I told him- How do you know I'm a dude? (laughs) We're downstairs, and I was, like, talking about the whole Blumhouse thing, and then I'm like, watch, you're gonna, we're gonna be in the podcast, and you're gonna be like, Blumhouse, more like Bumhouse, and then he totally does it. Come on, give credit where it's due. Well, so, yeah, everything's scripted. Um, Kenzie <laughs> writes all of my dad jokes, uh, including... Yeah, see, I'm the funny one then. Yeah, yeah, includes, including the the very... What was the recent one I just did? I don't remember. This episode? No, like the one I just... I just barely did one. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, anyway, whatever one I just did. That was scripted. Your bum house one? No, the one after that. I, I snuck a little one in there. After bum house? Oh, I'm sorry, you snuck a little one in there. Yeah. I did not hear you say anything. You know what that reminds me of? Whenever you're like, Blumhouse, more like Bumhouse, or like anything like that. Like, that just reminds me of Billy Madison. I could just see him saying stuff like that. Doesn't he say something like that in his movie? Oh, he does. He's like, chlor. what was it? Chloroform. More, more like, like Boroform. What was it? Borophil. Boroville. Chlorophyll. More Chlo- like Chloroform? Boroph- no, it's chlorophyll. Kind of weird shiz are you watching? Because we're talking horror movies. Usually people are chloroformed. Literally no movie that you can think of chloroform yes okay. you want to know what name one split. right now split they chloroform split. yes split they put chloroform split on a thing yeah i know you got me there yes anyway chlorophyll more like borophyll <laughs> okay we're going to talk about 10 of our favorite blumhouse horror movies i feel like blumhouse is like one of the top tier horror movie companies don't you uh, I feel like they might be the, the only. Well, but there's a tw- no, there's a twenty four. Oh yeah, yeah, that's they took there's, over. There's from other A23. people. No, there's other. You got like Jordan Peele has Monkey Paw, 
productions there's different ones but i just like you see a movie and mostly it's blumhouse five nights at freddy blumhouse insidious the red door blumhouse or as peyton calls it bloomhouse didn't you call it bloomhouse or were you just being like funny honestly you're like fantasy island by well if it was funny you wrote it so you write all my jokes (laughs) um so the oh you wrote that one too so uh keep in mind that we didn't to talk about anything from the 2023 year because there's so be many this good year. ones so if you're listening to this in 2024 and you're like why didn't they talk about megan yeah megan insidious or a door um if you're listening to this a year from now we didn't talk about five nights at freddy because if you're we listening haven't to seen this it from yet. a year from now comment hashtag legend stuck. <laughs> yeah hashtag legend in discord but it has to be in the year 2024 or after and uh i'll send you a pencil Give me your address. I'll send one to you. Why is it always a pencil? What was it last time? I don't know what it was last. And the last time it was a pencil too. No, it wasn't. It was a pencil the first there time. It was a pencil. And, and the last time you said you'll send them a something. I'll send a you a 1923 penny. And then I was like a pencil. I'll find one. But we also try to kind of stay away from a lot of like really mainstream stuff that we've talked about. Or if there's like movies that we've done spoiler reviews on where we've gone in depth with them. We kind of stayed away from that. We're kind of talking about stuff we don't really talk about a ton. There is some we've talked about before, but a lot of these are different ones, so this will be fun. Let's jump right in. Take a dive into the spooky side. Well, I feel like this first one should be kicked off by you. Well, the first one is The Invisible Man. I loved The Invisible Man. Did we see this with Maddie? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we saw it in uh, Vineyard. Yeah, that was fun. This was our last movie that we saw in theaters before like all the covid stuff hit true that's crazy before the world ended can i also say something before we jump into this episode you know how we said that we've seen more movies this year than we have in like the past like several years i have seen so many people say that same thing like i've seen so many movies lately i'm like i'm so glad that movie theaters aren't dying and that people are actually going out to the movies still are they i thought they died no oh. but people are like i bet one day the movie theaters are gonna go away and it's just all gonna be streaming but i'm like i don't want it to be all streaming like i like to go to the movie there's certain movies that you have to see in theaters like avengers yeah like titanic prob- would have been cool to see in theaters like big giant screen yeah did you not watch the re-release they re-released no, it no i didn't make or- it to that i made it to that i went to that I think I saw a trailer to it, though, and I cried. Like, they showed the trailer to Titanic in a different movie, and I was, like, literally crying. I'm like... That is so stupid. You don't cry watching Titanic? Hell no. I cry every time. A woman's heart is a ocean of secrets. And I'm like, what secret you hold, bitch? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That movie is so sad, you insensitive little... You cheat on my boy, Jack? (laughs) Why didn't you share the door, damn it? Now I'm gonna cry. (laughs) It's so true, though. But, no, you know what movie Jaws would have been cool to see, like, in big screen? What movie have we seen lately that was, like, we're so glad we saw it in theaters? Lately? Ooh, but Saw. I'm excited we get to see Saw in theaters because I don't think I've seen any Saw movie in theaters ever. So it's just, like, monumental to see that, you know? I'd say specifically in the horror genre and within the last five years, I think A Quiet Place had to have been oh. seen in theaters. You know what sucked about seeing that in theaters, though? 
is like you're eating your popcorn. You had to wait till like the intense scenes before you could eat anything. You're like slowly munching and then all of a sudden something <laughs> happens and you're like fast chewing. Like, yeah, you know who I felt like? You know, on Big Daddy when Adam Sandler like is trying to eat his chips while the kid's sleeping and he's like being like super quiet and like chewing so slow. That's how I felt in a quiet place. I'm like, let me just like suck on my popcorn. I can't even chew it. (laughs) Anyway, let's jump into Invisible Man. Um, This one is about a girl who is in an abusive relationship and she's trying to get out. And so the movie starts with her escaping and he's chasing her. And so she ends up escaping. Her sister saves her. And then he basically comes out that he has died. He comes out that he has died? It comes out that he's died. And so she's like, okay, I'm fine. She's staying at her friend's house with his daughter and him. And then all of a sudden she starts to feel like there's a presence around her. And weird things start to happen. And she suspects that he created some kind of invisible way to, like, mess with her. And so the whole time she's trying to prove herself. I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people have seen Invisible Man. This was, like, a really big movie that came out. you have anything to, like, add to the plot? Yeah, I mean, at first, everybody thinks that she's crazy, right? Because she she picks up pretty quick that she's, like, almost being haunted by her ex-boyfriend. And, uh, you know, and then, like, the brother of her is, like, a lawyer. And he's like, hey like you know sign over your life to him and you know then he'll he'll forgive you and take you back and and so then it becomes like this big revenge plot so it kind of goes from like is she being haunted to now she's running away from him to okay how can she end this nightmare that she's living through and stuff so it does kind of have like a proud strong independent woman portion of this film which i'm all about i I say that in a you give me crap every time i'm like oh i just feel so empowered you're like (laughs) 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 like remember in freaking um ready or not when she like rips her dress i'm like yes oh yeah girl you you walk in those converse (laughs) and you're like oh my gosh i'm like is it moist in here or is it just you two (laughs) (laughs) but this movie though is one of those movies like where it's very like psychological and it really messes with your head and like it makes you angry for her because you know as a viewer what's going on. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know. But like other people don't and so you're like, oh my gosh, like she's not crazy. Like she's, that's my fear is like someone like believing I'm crazy and locking me up in like a mental institution, but I'm not crazy. And then I'm still being haunted by whatever's haunting me. The first thing that crazy people say is that they're not crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um... This one has Elizabeth Moss in it from The Handmaid Tales. Oh, I love Handmaid Tales. I watched the last season all over again. I love her. She is such a good actress. I'm trying to think of what we saw her in the first time. Was it Us? Or, yeah, was it Us? Mm. I'm pretty sure it was Us and I hated her character. I'm like, she is so annoying because she played like the best friend that was just all bougie and like an alcoholic and just like high maintenance. I think so. But then, like, in Invisible Man, she is such a good actress. And in Handmaid Tales, she is such a good she's actress. She's a good actress. Yeah. I'll, like, I'll she's, you, like... Get that to you. You know what I like about her in this movie is she can convey her emotion so well that it's, like, you feel everything she's feeling. If she's mad, you feel it. If she's scared, you feel it. If she's sad, you feel it. Honestly, like, she might be the best female actress 
that I can think of in the last. Oh, hands like, down. I don't know. Like, there's not a lot of actors and actresses out there that can really make you feel that emotion and it feels like legit. Like, you almost feel like you forget you're watching a movie and you're just so sucked in. Like, if she wanted me to feel like a plastic bag drifting through the wind (laughs) and wanting to start again, I honestly think I would believe that. Yeah. But I think my favorite feature about this movie is she had this little iPhone. It's cute. A little iPhone. Yeah, it was white. And if white phones wait, aren't no, enough wait, for are you, you, this oh next movie gosh. features the black phone. You were such an idiot. I'm like, when did she have a white phone? <laughs> wait, what? Blessed be the fruit. So this next movie is uh, the black phone. Um, oh, sorry, Cobweb. And basically, what? oh, sorry, the black phone. Oh, my so gosh. Basically. You were confusing everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So basically. Wait, what color was it? I think it's the white phone. Oh, okay. So the white phone is about oh my <laughs> it's about this uh the black phone okay, oh, okay. the black phone is about <laughs> this guy who this little kid who gets kidnapped by this sadistic Ethan Hawk kind of guy and uh, he's wearing like a mask so you don't really know it's Ethan Hawk but deep down you're like yeah this guy's Ethan Hawk but uh did you call him Ethan Hawk at first? The first line that came out of your mouth was like, this Ethan Hot kind of guy. I'm like, oh. He's so Ethan Hot. Especially with that half mask. Oh. Ooh. Shimmery timbers. <laughs> your little shoulders shrug. Little? I got broad shoulders. Oh, I'm sorry. Big I'm a man. shrug. I'm a, I'm a handsome. <laughs> anyway, so the black phone is about this kid who gets kidnapped by Ethan Hawk and... He is in this like basement cellar type thing, and there's just like an old disconnected black phone. But he keeps getting calls from the victims of previous murdered children, um, who are you know, at first it kind of seems like he's being haunted by the kids, but one by one, after call after call, he kind of starts to learn that the kids are kind of trying to help him uh, overcome the situation that he's in, and so it kind of becomes this like like home alone like kevin McAllister, like setting up booby traps to you know, try to do your kevin McAllister. try to rescue himself from uh ethan hawk kevin McAllister. <laughs> you're tim curry rather what <laughs> oh my gosh anyway uh yeah so that's the movie so black phone you know what i liked about black phone though the phone all of it this movie actually had, like, because to me it was kind of a straightforward movie. Very. But the jump scares, like, really made me jump in you the theaters. You jumped so high in the one part. When they're riding in the the bicycles in the street. And yeah, all the it's kids not even are, a scary It's part. not even a scary scene. I know. That shit got me. I Do you like jumping in theaters? Or no, I like hate jumping. I'm like, every time it happened, I'm like, duh. Isn't it like, funny, great. though, when you're, like, it's so different. When you're at a movie theater and you jump. It's so different than being at home. I don't feel like I really jump at home, except we did watch one movie here. I don't remember what movie it was, but it was a really stupid scene, and I jumped so high. I've never jumped that high in my life, mm-hmm. but I don't jump a lot at home. I try not to jump at theaters, because then later on, I'm like, hey, let's make out. And you're like, I don't kiss pussies. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? And you're like, you jumped in the theater. I went on a at- date with a guy that, like, literally, we went and saw The Woman in Black, and I'm just sitting there just watching the movie, and he had his legs up, like, 
hands wrapped around his legs. He was like plugging his ears and hiding, and I was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Seems mildly inappropriate. I can't. I'm like, I need a I need a horror man in my life. Anyway, the thing I liked about the black phone is that I thought it would have a lot more to do with the grabber, which I am sad that it we didn't get a ton of him in it, but it did give us more of that like psychological, like Finny trying to figure out stuff, having plenty of time to figure it out. It wasn't like, I don't know. Yeah, it like have, me, him, have him kidnap an adult and then we can get more grabber content. Whoa. It gave me like very split vibes though. I can see that. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. And then the movie Cobweb, like there was things in it that reminded me of Black Phone. There are moments in um, almost like a mentally unstable person where they're like humane for moments and then they're not humane. And you can almost like take advantage of that. I think we did a Q&A on this and the question was, would I rather be kidnapped by aliens or like a, like a, I don't know, almost like, like a, a psychopath, a psychopath. Yeah. I want to say serial killer, but I'm like not a serial killer because you know his mind's made up. Like a psychopath is like you're like a toy almost in that mm-hmm. situation. So it's like he's it's like almost. Play-Doh. He what? It's like Play-Doh. He yeah. So it. he's exactly he's trying to uh, almost like the kid is smart enough to try to fabricate a fake little relationship to try to gain trust and you know or movies like that that that'll happen too and uh, you know it's kind of. That's kind of crazy. And it was kind of cool seeing Ethan Hawke. Like, when we saw him, we saw him in Sinister. And he's just, like, a very straightforward, chill dude. And then seeing him in this, where he plays, like, that he's Sinister like a, role. He's, like, a not straightforward, not so yeah, chill he dude. he did really good, though, like, with the personalities. Like, I feel like um, on Split, uh, that, like, his character was very good at conveying, like, different characters. And you can, like, you know when he's someone That's else. Ethan Hawke? No. Oh. James McAvoy is on Split. Oh, I was going to say, that's, yeah, that's not Ethan Hawke. That's no, Patricia. No, no, no. <laughs> that wasn't me. That was Patricia. No, but I'm saying Split is very, like, it gives me Split vibes like that. Gotcha. But, like, you know how some, like, movies, like, you can't tell when they're different personalities, but, like, Split and Black Phone, when they're a different personality, you know. You know which ones you should fear and which ones are, like, okay, this person's a little bit more moldable. I can get through them. Yeah, but that one, if you have not seen Black Phone, go watch it. It It's so good. That was probably one of my favorite movies last year. And we got to see it in theaters with, like, my parents. So that was fun. How fun. How exciting. My dad was, like, so excited to see that movie last year. Like, when the trailer came out, he's like, I cannot wait to see this. I'm like, me too. Let's go. My dad was, like, the one that got me into horror. So it was, like, it's always so cool when I get to, like, go to horror movies with, like, my dad, you know? And if going to the movies with your parents isn't a fantasy for you, this next movie might just be an island of fantasies. I was kind of waiting for you to just take over. There, oh, so Fantasy Island. You know what I think about every time we talk about Fantasy Island? Me and Peyton on TikTok would do these things where we'd be like, what are we watching? And whatever we were watching, we would like talk about it and like do like a little mini review and kind of like show little clips throughout the movie that we're watching but Peyton would always be sarcastic and say something different so I'm like what are we watching and you're like the resort I'm like no it's freaking fantasy island <laughs> so I, every time I read fantasy island I just read the resort <laughs> um, so the resort is about a group of contest winners and they get flown out to this island when they get to this island they get to make a wish basically so whatever fantasy they have in life they get to make that happen and it's going to come true you know what my wish would be what 
no get out of here i'm gonna punch you in the weenie i'm just kidding but would that be your wish yes <laughs> a weenie punching so they all have different fantasies and then we get to see them play out like what what their fantasies were but it's almost like their fantasies happen but they have like a twist to them like it's almost like a dark fantasy starts out good and then it kind of like turns corrupt towards the end of the fantasy and more and more stuff happens i don't want to give stuff away with this i think this is a really good movie this one did have a good twist so i don't want to give stuff away this one has lucy hill in it from pretty little liars oh yeah yeah lucy hill yeah i have a lot to say about this movie i don't remember do you? Almost any of it. You don't? I feel like we watched this one like in the... Was this a 2020 movie? This came out in 2020, but I don't think we... We didn't watch it in 2020. We started doing our whole like drawing, watching horror movies in 2021. I remember... I think we watched it in 2021 together. I remember talking about this movie after it ended, and I remember like a couple like very vague scenes, but this is one of those movies that sadly became diluted to me um from like all of the movies that we've watched that's funny though because i feel like this one is so different and unique and they actually made a i think it's on hulu they made a tv series based on this so it's called fantasy island but each episode is a different fantasy or something like that that happens and turns corrupt oh this one also has maggie q on it who was on the movie we talked about recently um death of me where like her and her husband. We talked about it last episode. Remember the Mindbender episode where her, she sees her husband murdering her on camera. She's on this one too. Wait a second. I thought the last episode was Morty's mind blowers. <laughs> Morty's mind blowers. <laughs> Every time Peyton emails me the episodes, he puts like some wacky title, and it was Morty's mind blowers. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I swear on the TV while I was editing today, there was Rick and Morty on. Yeah, that's an episode. Morty's mind blowers. Yeah, but I was like, that's <laughs> ironic that I'm editing this. It says that and Rick and Morty is playing right now. The irony. Yeah, but this one is just one of those movies that will mess with your mind and you're just wondering what's real, what isn't, what's going to happen. But it's not one that's so crazy like our last episode that's like a mind-bending episode where you just have to figure it out. This is a very like solid, wraps it up into a pretty little box for you and you get your conclusion. But definitely worth the watch. Yeah, if you're more of like a solid kind of guy, not like a little, dare mind. All right, so <laughs> moving on to the next movie. Uh, if Fantasy Island isn't bright enough for you, <laughs> this next movie is a little bit dark and scary. Um, dark Skies. I feel like we've talked about this one a lot. I kind of want to keep this one. We have, because we've done like a sci-fi episode. Yeah, I want to keep this one vague. We've talked about it a lot. Um, dark Skies is one of my favorite horror movies pretty much ever and we saw this while we were like either dating or like first married yeah so that was cute it's like take your typical paranormal movie and then just replace ghosts with aliens that's kind of what this movie is that's why i liked it though because i'm not a huge alien movie person i like more like ghost stuff this felt very paranormal yeah but like the aliens mixed in like Mm -hmm. it was just a good mix i did like it yeah the movie's kind of a slow burn um, kind of has a little bit of a twist at the end and, uh, it's just like, it's kind of unsettling, kind of makes you just not want to go outside ever again after you watch it. 
Big fan of this one. You know what's funny? Aliens really don't scare me at all. Have you seen the like, government's already? Did you you've heard what's happened? Yeah, right? but have you seen the videos where people are like, our society is so corrupt right now that they throw this whole aliens are here and nobody panics because the world's already gone. Yeah, crap, our so government's like, oh, our government's like, yep, they're we'll real aliens in here. <laughs> yep, we've been studying them for 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 years. And we're Wait, all like, they really have been studying them? Yeah. They said that? I didn't hear that. It's all public knowledge. But Kim Kardashian freaking twerked her butt, so. Is it like a rubber Johnny situation where they're like, here is the creature, but it's like a urban legend? <laughs> no, it's not rubber Johnny. <laughs> rubber Johnny scared the crap out of me when you told me about him. <laughs> it's not real, right? <laughs> is it? <laughs> That's I remember we were walking home. I hope from, my friend Jack listens to this. We were walking home from the park and you told you were telling me about Rubber Johnny. You're like talking about it. She's like, oh, shit. Yeah. I don't even know why we didn't look it up on our. Maybe we did. I don't know. You're talking about it. And we got home and you like looked it up for me. And I was like so terrified. But now I watch it and I'm like, why was I scared of this? I was a whole different breed back then. I was like a terrified little child. And now I'm like a grown-ass woman. Mm-hmm. Nothing scares me except cobweb. <laughs> well, that makes two of us, actually. We're both grown-ass women. Yeah. Um, next up is Get Out, Jordan Peele. We, ha- we have to include Jordan Peele in the Blumhouse. Is Get Out the only, like, is the other movies not Blumhouse? Well, gee. I guess No, I looked look at all up. of the Blumhouse list when I went through this episode. I don't think that, like, Nope is Blumhouse. I don't think that... No, because Nope is Monkey Paw. Us might be Monkey Paw, too. Hmm. I think, like, I think Nope was his first movie, so he used a production company, and then he started using his own production company, so that makes sense. Monkey. Get Out is one of those movies that every time that we talk about it, I, like, want to go watch it. That and Us, every time. I'm like, I have to watch that again. But this one's about Chris and his girlfriend, and they're going to meet his girlfriend's parents for the first time. And she comes from, like, a wealthy family. He goes out there. He's going to stay for the weekend. And then just some weird stuff starts to happen. They have this big party, and everybody's being super friendly to him and almost, like, almost too friendly. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you're so nice to someone that you're like, all right, this is a little racist. Well, there's, like, women going up to him, and they're like, oh, you're your your muscles like it's like okay granny get out of here um so all this weird stuff starts to happen he starts to suspect things throughout the movie people are acting weird he takes a picture of the one guy and the guy like freaks out and is like get out and i mean i don't feel like this is really i don't know like there, there's some stuff we talk about that i'm like i don't want to spoil it but i mean get out is a huge movie if people have not seen get out then like get out of this podcast i'm just kidding ah, nice <laughs> man you finally you write all these jokes for me and you finally use your own thank you about damn time thank you yeah but things start to get weirder weirder and weirder and then he starts to kind of fear for his life a little bit so he gets his friend involved lets him know what's going on and he finds out that the i mean we can i feel like we can say this the family is psycho you know um bradley whitford is in this he was on billy madison he played eric it was really fun seeing him in a movie where he's like i mean in okay in billy madison he was very sinister character he was like trying to take over the company you know but But in this movie he's really sinister but uh, yeah on this he's yeah he's like trying to take over black people but then 
cabin in the woods sinister he's trying to like (laughs) sacrifice these people to the gods you know Mm -hmm. he plays like that role very well like a very evil guy i like can't even see him in like a normal movie where he's just a normal joe yep uh it also has daniel kaluuya love daniel kaluuya i love that jordan peele uses him a lot it's kind of like adam sandler how he uses like the same cast all the time you know yeah i feel like jordan peele is gonna be the same way like i feel like we're gonna see daniel kaluuya in a lot of jordan peele products or projects like we've seen him in get out we've seen him in nope it's like what's next right he who knows he could be in jordan peele's october release that's coming out he could be in jordan peele's december release that's coming out next year and then you got Allison Williams. She is, like, becoming one of my favorite horror actresses, too, because I loved her in Get Out. She played the evil role so well. And then I loved her in Megan, where she was, like, the complete opposite. She was, like, the aunt, super friendly, like, she's, like, very diverse. Yeah, Get Out is my second favorite Jordan Peele horror movie out of his three. Top two. I think so. So, this next movie is probably a bit of a shocker for some and that is halloween which was uh made in 2018 and it is a continuation of the original series right because mm-hmm. i know they did like the rob zombie remakes which i like those did you like those no they're awful really I you know them. why i think i like them because you saw them first yes i saw the Rob Zombie ones first, and then I went and watched the originals. Actually, you know what, though? I think I saw the 2018 version before I saw the original. Mm-hmm. So I saw Rob Zombie 2018, and then I went back. So I don't know. I think it that was my first intro to Michael Myers, so I liked it. I mean, the only thing I hate about Rob Zombie is he, like, sexifies everything. But, like, it was a good movie. Yeah. It was all right. Um, but this movie is like a continuation. So this is the, what's her name? Lori. It's the Strode. Yep. It's the sister of Michael and she has got this like, Wait, is she the sister? I don't think she's the sister on like this, the Rob zombie. She's a sister, but she's not in this, but I think like H2O or one of those random ones she is, but not on the main ones. I swear. No, she's not. Okay. A hundred percent. Look it up. All what's these, her, all these horror fanatics. Name? Strode. Yeah, all these horror fanatics right now are like, "Oh my gosh, Kenzie is so right." No, Laurie Strode is not his sister, but on the Rob Zombie well, she ones, has a different she last name, is. So. Yeah, but on the Rob Zombie one, she is, and I think there is like a random one where she is, but they're like kind of one of those like spinoff movies, you know, like H two O or something like that, or Season of the Witch. I don't know. Yeah, it says most entries in the franchise to pick Laurie Michaels younger. As Michael's younger sister, although this detail is not present in the first film and was also disregarded in the most recent entries. Boom! Who's right? So anyway, she's got like a whole bunker of a house and she's like, I'm waiting for him. He's coming. And it's like this like purge. It's like a purge, but she's only expecting one guest during the purge event. And that's uh, <clears throat> news flash. Michael. Not Megan, but Michael. And uh, inevitably it happens and it's epic. Yeah. This is kind of like a... Not like the super scary Michael, but like the, all right, let's kick some ass, sea bass kind of stuff. That's why I liked this one. I did not 
enjoy like the next one, the next two as much. Like this one was really Well, they basically really good. strapped a cape on Michael after this and well, this like, one, you, you go fly, dude. You go fly. This one made Lori Strode like a badass. Like you're like, yeah, she's a badass final girl. Like let's keep her status. This, the one after this, was it Halloween Kills? Mm-hmm. She was in the hospital the whole time. Yeah, she like, she like, you know, turns on the toaster and then she's like, I broke my thumb. I got to go to the hospital. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But she's in the hospital the entire time. And then Halloween ends. She gets out again, like gets to be badass Laurie. But like, I don't, I hate it. I didn't like Halloween ends as much. I just feel like it was like meant to be a hack and slash. Let's kill as many people as we can to show as much deaths and gore and blood and there's all this weird stuff that's going to happen, too, and this twist, and I, I didn't like yeah. that as much. And the the last one after that is even worse. Like, some dude literally rapes Michael. What? Yeah. Remember, it's like showing him in the tunnel, and he's, like, raping that's, him? Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. Oh. No, the one before that is the hack and slash. The one at the end is the guy who, like, takes over the Michael Myers role for, like, a split second. Oh, Halloween Kills is the hack and slash. Yes, Halloween Ends is yeah, the but- one where the guy, like, rapes Michael. Yeah, but Halloween Ends was very hack and slash, too. Yeah. They're but, all hack and slash. Yeah, but, like, I feel like the 2018 was, like, the last one that was really, like, good, you know? Mm-hmm. After that, it was kind of, eh. Like, well, you can, we can be done. But, like, I love badass Lori Strode. I want her to be like that. I hate when they take final girls and they just, like, trash them. Like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one that they made, and they brought the final girl back into the story only to, like, dispose of her so fast. Or even Halloween Ends or Halloween Kills. I get them mixed up. I think it was Halloween Kills. Remember they brought all those legacy characters back that have survived Michael mm-hmm. only to just have them slaughtered? Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, what was the point of that? What's the point of, like, destroying legacy characters? Like, oh, they outstand, like outlasted him this time, but, like, this time they're not. I don't know. I wasn't a fan of that. But I liked this one because Laurie Strode was very, like, active in it and, like had all her her shit down to like a science like this is what we're gonna do this is how everything's gonna go yeah this one was good i feel like after this franchise kind of fizzled out a little bit they should have just ended with halloween 2018 well this next movie will put you on the hunt for the hunt i don't know i'm losing my juice here but uh (laughs) that was so funny peyton this i know well just remember she writes the jokes everyone so the this movie starts out kind of like with a Hunger Games vibe. These people like wake up with like some uh, little like gag balls in them. And then they're kind of I don't remember this movie. Ken's. Can you just explain it? Yeah. So this group of people, there's 12 strangers that wake up and they have the gag balls. in them. OK, I remember I, I remember details yes. like that. So they don't know how they got there. And. There's this big internet conspiracy theory about, like, elitists that gather at, like, remote locations to hunt humans for sport. So, basically, they put them all out there like pigs. Like, we're going to put you out here, and then they're all going to hunt them. So, it's almost like Hunger Games in a way, but, like, the people who are on the Hunger Games that are, like, the fancy... The capitalists. Capitals people are, like, the people hunting them. Yeah. And this one girl is, like, I don't know if she was, like, an ex-Marine like Capital. Marine or, like, in the army. She had some kind of that in her. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. That she's able to kind of turn the tables on these people. There, it's, like, a like almost like a, I don't know, when you get, like, those once-in-a-lifetime hunts 
and, and like real life, like here in Utah, you can get the bison hunt. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like almost a guaranteed kill. It's kind of like their little guaranteed like. We're hunt. just throw these people out here. They don't know what's going on. It's like it's like a purge and a Hunger Games like mixed together. The thing I will say about this movie, if you haven't seen it, and this isn't giving anything away, but like most of the people die within the first like five minutes of the movie. Yeah, like Jenna Ortega. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Who's the white version of Jenna Ortega? Who is? What's her name? Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts. Yeah. That's right. It's funny, too, when they use, like, well-known actors like that, especially where she's been in a lot of stuff around this time, you know? But then they killed them off so fast, so it's like... Right. It's it's kind of like Scream, like the original Scorm. Scream, how they use Drew Barrymore, and, like, she's on the Scream poster, but she doesn't live with... Like, she's in five minutes of the movie, and then she's done. She's the legacy character. Yeah. Well, not really, because she didn't survive. Oh. She was, like, the legacy without being a legacy. Well, this movie's about the hunt. It's a good one. Honestly. Very probably Probably one of my more favorite, like, underrated, like, not big market movies that are made by uh, Blumhouse. Yeah. This is one of those movies, though, that you're just rooting on the main character the entire time. And it does go to show, like, how society is and how corrupt people can be. Right. Yeah. And, And honestly, speaking of not knowing... If people are corrupt, get on down to the Popeye's chicken and get yourself some for Ma. Some <laughs> for, this for next Ma. Movie, this next movie is Ma. <laughs> You're such a dork. You're laughing so hard at yourself. Uh, Popeye's chicken is the shiznit. Are you so, crying? A little bit. So <laughs> It is raining so hard outside right now. It's raining so hard. And uh, my battery is going to die here if we don't okay, go. speed this up. So, uh, this movie is about a bunch of teenagers that hang out with Ma. Ma's like this really sweet lady, and she's just kind of like, you know, you can party over at my house. Like, you know, I'd rather have you guys. But you know, Minnie don't burn chicken. Yeah, I mean, Minnie don't burn chicken. So they're just like, come over to my house, party it up. Like, I'd rather have you be safe at my house than anywhere else. And then she kind of gets like jealous and kind of like over protective and like hovery and then kind of drugs them up and stuff because well, they start wanting to live their own life because they're like this is weird yeah I can't and, do this all the time and she's being yeah, like and that she, obsessive friend yeah she's like don't don't burn my chicken i like i love her character though yeah like i love her as an actress what is her name especially Octavia when she, spencer yeah her, her best line ever is eat my Shit. Shit. I've been seeing a lot of clips on TikTok of The Help. It makes me want to watch it again. We should definitely but, watch it. I love that movie. Yeah, that one. But my mo- my most quotable quote from her is, Minnie don't burn chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. She's so sassy. Uh, I love it. I want to party with Ma. I go party with Ma every night. But yeah, like just she starts off very friendly, welcoming, and then just things get weirder and weirder. She gets more possessive and like obsessive and like. These are teenage kids. That's weird. If our kids were hanging out with an adult, I would be weirded out. Right. And then you learn the twist. We don't want to give that away if you haven't seen it, but definitely go watch Ma. Ma is crazy. And if you're looking for something a little more sinister, sinister. okay, you really <laughs> did write everything. Um, this next movie is the Ethan Hawke movie for you, oh, Trenton. Oh, two Ethan Hawke movies. Mm-hmm. So, Sinister is a movie about this author who typically moves to a house near some type of uh, true crime murder 
situation. No, he, he's in the tr- the house. That no, no, no. Was. Typically, he moves near the house. In this case, he moves to the house. Yeah. Doesn't tell his family. And in the attic, there are some uh, old, like reels of like filmed, and uh, he starts watching them, and he starts realizing that he is seeing like real footage of victims getting murdered, uh, typically by kids, and. Uh, he's, he's trying to like, he's kind of so obsessed with writing like this masterpiece of a book because he has one really good book and then all of his books have been flops after that. And it's like, he's really trying to recreate that one special initial novel that got him famous. Um, the cops in town don't like him cause they know who he is and they feel like it brings like, uh, the opposite of tourism, you know, anti-tourism, mm-hmm. um, or just doesn't look good on their little fragile town ecosystem and stuff. So, yeah, he's writing this book. Anyway, the house is haunted by this entity. And uh, the more he watches the tapes, the more he realizes, like, how, like, sinister the situation is. Really good movie. This is kind of a, a name brand movie out there. Most of you have probably heard it. But um, definitely top for me. Probably, like, top three favorite horror movies of all time, honestly. Second one's all right. First one's really good. Like, this is a movie where, like, very rarely do I actually feel unsettled. And it's, like, right within, like, the cassette tapes. It's, like, the, the, com- music. It's the combination of the music, the noise, the the cinematography. Like, it's all, honestly, it's sinister. It really is. It's honestly, like, that old, like, movie feel, like, VHS tape type style. Like, I mean, it's older. original film. Yeah, older than that. But, like, compared to, like, nowadays, like, comparing, like, VHS to now, you know, it's just very outdated. And it almost makes it more creepy. Like, you kind of get that, like, fuzzy, like, little, like, and then the music playing and then something. Cr- it's, like, almost, it takes, like, happy family moments and then turns it sinister. So, it's, like, this happy moment happening and then all of a sudden the clip switches to, like, something really dark happening. So, every time that, like, a, he plops a videotape in, you know it's going to go from good to bad really fast. Almost like it's... Sinister. Yeah. Ethan Hawke is amazing. I never know how to say, like, the entity's name, Mr. Bugle. I'm assuming it's Bugle or Mr. Boogie. I'm going to say Mr. Boogie because that's easier to say, but... Mr. Oogie Boogie. What do people call him? They're like Marilyn Manson. (laughs) (laughs) I always think of the guitarist from Slipknot. (laughs) She's like the dark-haired dude. Yeah. Um... I don't feel like his character is, like, that scary. It's more the kids and, like, the the films happening you know mick thompson yeah uh type in mick thompson real quick in google mick thompson m-i-c-k m-i-c-k-y m-c-k yep you butchered that one thompson mick thompson <laughs> it totally is him that's what i think of every time that totally is him yeah, it's a guitarist of mr boogie yeah mr boogie he's a guitarist on the side well and if if you want something a little less sinister more creepy. maybe you can sorry <laughs> get, go ahead floor is yours <laughs> You take it. Well, you're giving me all the credit, so I wanted to, like, join in on the fun. If you want something less sinister and more creepy, oh, then the next one is Creep. And there's two different Creep movies. There's a Creep movie that takes place in an underground tu- subway tunnel. That is not this one. This is the Creep that's found footage. So this one's about a guy named Aaron, and he <laughs> takes on... <laughs> you are such an idiot. <laughs> okay. This is about a guy named Aaron... And he takes on this job, this ad that he comes across online that is for like $1,000 for the day to film someone. So he's like, okay. So he goes to this remote place up in the mountains. 
So he meets a guy named Joseph, and Joseph claims that he has some form of brain cancer and that he doesn't have very long to live. So he wants Aaron to document his life like a live journal for his unborn child. And so Aaron kind of stays with him throughout the day and is recording things, and then things just get weirder and weirder as the day goes on, and Aaron starts to fear for his life, and... This movie just will make you so uncomfortable. There's like moments where he fears and then he kind of gets talked out of it by the guy. Uh, the guy is like a really good like textbook like manipulator. Yeah, for sure. It definitely manipulates the situation. This is one of those movies, though, that like as a viewer, you're uncomfortable for the character. Like I hate when I feel awkward for the character. I'm like, like you know how you feel awkward in real life if someone like trips in front of you and you're like, oh, I feel awkward because they feel awkward. No, if somebody trips in front of me, I'm like, see you next fall. You're such an idiot. But the cool thing about this movie is a lot of it is improv by the two actors. So it's very real. It feels very real. Yeah, the director is the main guy, isn't it? Yeah. The creep. Yep. And there's a sequel. There's supposed to be a third movie, and they canceled it. This is, again, one of those movies where you go into it with no expectations, maybe even little, and it just blows your mind. Like, it's yeah. not, like, a high-budget movie. It's a little bit cheesy. So if you can kind of get out of, like, the Hollywood side of what you're used to, uh, this is definitely the most underrated movie on this list and the one that you probably Should may... Watch. Well, the one that you likely haven't watched on this list yet. You know what's crazy about this one, too, is me and you both aren't, like, huge fans of found footage movies. Like, it's one of our least favorite genres, mm -hmm. but we love this one because it's so well done where the guy is a videographer, so it's not, like, that shaky camera. It's yeah. very, like, like set up the camera, we're going to set it here, and we're going to have a conversation that's really weird. And then it's just, like, build up and build up and build up. And then it starts to be, like, him documenting his life, not the Joseph guy, but the Aaron guy who's the main character and, like this weird stuff's happening to me like i'm gonna film it and then it just gets crazy and then they have a sequel so definitely go watch those if you haven't watched them because they are really good that's like my favorite probably one of my favorite found footage movies ever hmm. because i don't like found footage but like this doesn't feel found footage even though it is but yeah creep but that is our 10 blumhouse horror movies or as peyton would say bumhouse and now he's starting to lip sync my talking and be over the top exaggerating um but head over to our instagram and let us know what your favorite blumhouse horror movie is there's a lot i think there's 150 blumhouse movies out there and that's including like the ones that are coming out like the exorcist believer five nights at freddy's so there's a lot and there's some that were on the list that like i haven't heard of that are still in production or like that might not get picked up 150 that's pretty dang good i feel like blumhouse is like top tier horror yeah but let us know what your favorite is you know what we're gonna go it's a rainy day i think we should go watch a horror movie let's do it and eat some pizza okay with that being said happy tuesday happy tuesday cue out your music <laughs>